Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode number 241 of Astrology Alchemy Podcast. I am your host and guide, Sheila Belanger, and this podcast honors the cycles of the week of January 1st, 2024. Welcome all of us to the new calendar year. The poem I'm going to bring you for this week honors new beginnings, and a phrase from the poem is, trust the promise of this opening. I don't know how it's been for all of you, but 2023 was a heck of a year, not just on a personal level, but the all the immense, deep changes and suffering and painful polarity, polarity in the world. And as we step into the new calendar year, those of us, at least in the United States, recognize this is an election year and there's all kinds of things starting to culminate and so many questions. And I remind you, we're in a profound initiation cycle of really moving more deeply into the new Aquarian age, which more on that will come later. But you can also check out my Pluto and Aquarius course at my astrology page on my website, just in case you want to know more. But let's look at what are the key cycles for this first new week of the new year. And I want to take this moment to especially welcome any new listeners to the podcast. What you'll find as you travel with me is I try to translate the key archetypal astrology cycles each week into English (laughs) so that you have a sense as a layperson, how can I navigate these cycles with awareness and empowerment? And many of my um, audience members are astrologers or they're astrology students. So I also try to give you Um, information to help you go deeper with it. So I'm hoping that I'm able to support all of my community. And if you're listening to this podcast as a new person, and I get into a little astro babble, don't worry about it. Just listen to the core transmission of what the opportunities are and go for it. So the first day of the year, Monday, January 1st, we have a very auspicious blessing as a new beginning. Mercury goes forward at 22 degrees of Sagittarius after three weeks of seeming to be retrograde. And a reminder, a retrograde cycle means from our perspective on the earth, the planet looks like it's going backwards, like it's in reverse. I remind people this is not actually what's happening physically, but it's just the way the angle of vision is as we go around the sun on the earth and the planet goes around the sun, our perspective looks like, whoa, it's going backwards. And retrograde cycles are such important energetic timeouts. Whatever the core energy is of the planet, we get to do some review with it. Now, Mercury is the storyteller, the communicator, the bridge maker. It's very much a character in us that's about curiosity and how our mind works and what we want to express and sort of explore. And 
as Mercury has been retrograde in this last cycle, it started retrograde in Capricorn and then seeming to go backwards into another sign called Sagittarius. Now, as it seems to go forward, it will go back through part of Sagittarius and re-enter Capricorn in a bit. Now, what does that mean? The zodiac signs are the energetic, ener the energetic costume that the archetype, the planet, wears. Capricorn's a very grounded Earth sign. It's about responsibility, integrity, pragmatism. Sagittarius is a very different sign. It's called a fire sign. And it's about questing and adventuring and expanding. Its image is, you know, the centaur aiming the arrow into the heavens. So what we have with these two signs is an opportunity to review how your mental energy and your old stories are around combining adventure, questing, learning, belief system, Sagittarius, and pragmatic, grounded manifestation, Capricorn. The biggest opportunity we've all had in the last three weeks is to start with this challenge in Capricorn to say, okay, here's what I think my game plan is. This is what I think I'm responsible for. This is how I run my life. And then Mercury says, not so fast. I'm taking you backwards to review. I want you to slow down and take a time out because I want to go back into Sagittarius and let you look at the deeper belief systems and truths that you carry that are perhaps the hidden foundation of your responsibility and your agendas. And I don't know how it is for you. I know for me, I had some very catalyzing insights about, wow, some of these old beliefs that I'm carrying, they're gone. They're outworn. They're not working. They're not functional. And so I hope some of you had the chance, even in the midst of all the busyness of the holiday season, to recognize that your old stories about your responsibilities and your job and what you're supposed to do and how the world is supposed to look, Capricorn, needs to be shifted because you need to question some of your beliefs and your certainties underneath that assigned responsibility. So if you had a chance to do any of this work, and even if you didn't, it's fine. It'll probably show up in some way for you. As Mercury goes forward on the first day of the new calendar year, it's time to move forward with what you learned. So it may mean that you redefine what your goals were for the new year or what you think you're supposed to be doing or what your responsibilities are. Or you might have found in this review process that you reconnected or rekindled a longing to be with your own deeper truths and a longing for adventure, a longing for a different worldview that opens you up to freedom to grow and learn in a new way. So as Mercury goes back to Capricorn in a week or so, it's like, yes, I'll be responsible. Yes, I'll do my work, if you will. And I'm not going to lose the connection to the aspiration of growth and learning and bigger picture, which is Sagittarius. So just notice what you notice and just kind of catch the wave of Mercury going forward in the very beginning of the year. What an amazing way to step into a new calendar year. That same day, however, we get a lovely challenge in that Venus squares Saturn at three degrees of Sagittarius Pisces. Now, here's a moment if you don't understand the degree measurements, you don't worry about it. My audience members who know, oh, I know where three degrees Pisces and Sagittarius are in my chart, you go put them in there and through the lens of understanding where it is in your chart, you can understand a deeper way to work with this cycle. A square means that the two characters, the archetypal characters in us and the world, have some tension within them. 
And this particular kind of square between Venus and Saturn challenges us to change some ideas and beliefs we carry. Now, here's the players. Venus, the relational one, the lover, the one who wants to magnetize to you your relationships and is very much about your values and what you care about. Right now, Venus has just entered Sagittarius, so here's that sign of learning and questing and sharing wisdom and wanting to really adventure. So there's a certain stimulation of, I love to learn. I love to adventure. I want more freedom in my relationships. I want to be um, in alignment with shared beliefs and understandings. The tension with Saturn, Saturn is very much the responsible one in us. And, you know, sometimes you've heard me say in a loving way, in a teasing way, Saturn is the character in us with clipboard. You know, okay, what's my game plan? What's my task? What am I supposed to be doing? Check off the list. That's a very holy and important part of ourselves. And all of the planetary characters in us in the world have a very deep wounded side. You've often heard me talk about the wounded side of Saturn as like the inner critic or the punitive parent. So the tension when there's a square with Saturn, some part of us says, don't fence me in. Don't tell me what to do. Don't limit me. Okay. Now Saturn's in Pisces and Pisces is a water sign that is about our unconscious connections to sensitivity and empathy. It's about our connection to our dreaming world and what we track on an unconscious level. It's about our psychic ability and our intuition. And Saturn in Pisces challenges us to be responsible for our own unconscious material to whatever degree we can be, but also to challenge us not to take on someone else's work for them, their unconscious psychic or emotional work, because we think it's our job. And that's the greatest tension when we have Venus square Saturn, is challenging you to say, what kind of responsibilities are you taking in your relationships of all kinds, family, life partner, work relationships, friends, that are not yours? And then some part of you might be frisky and saying, I need freedom. I need to move out of here. I don't want to be holding this so much. So just notice what, what you are with with that. And perhaps it's old ideas. It's old, um, you know, playing it safe. It's old survival strategies, which have their own uh, necessity. But this Venus square Saturn says, give me some space. Okay. And the world says it too. Remember that all of these cycles, I talk to you about them on a personal level, because I deeply believe personal transformation does affect world transformation. We still have to do roll up our sleeves and do our work in the world, you know, to stand up for what we value to be active. But we also have to do the inner work. Because if we don't change our consciousness and we don't shift our polarized, worn out belief systems, then we're going to keep perpetuating the pain and the suffering in the world. So back to Venus or Saturn. Notice this week where you're feeling that tension like, I don't want to. Okay. And instead of acting out and getting pissy or escaping and checking out, which sometimes you can, happens with the Sagittarius energies. Now you see me, now you don't, I'm gone is have some courage to say, huh, let me question some of those assumptions about obligations and responsibilities in my relationship. What am I, what's really true now, especially as you go into a new year? And then finally on Saturday, January 6th, the sun squares Chiron at 15 degrees of Capricorn Aries. The sun is this solar archetype of awareness and consciousness. Sometimes I call it the hero, heroine, or the conscious self. 
It's like who you believe you are as you go forward in your life journey. It's in Capricorn right now, which again is this grounded pragmatic sign. The beauty of the sun in Capricorn is we're all of us illuminating questions about what's my purpose right now? What's my work? What's mine to do? It's a beautiful energy to have when the new year starts because so many of us pause and review the last year and say, okay, what are my aspirations going forward? What would I like to accomplish? How would I like to be? What are the changes I want to make? So you can be with this sun in Capricorn in a very positive way to kind of roll up your sleeves and say, I'm moving forward. I'm taking responsibility for newness in my life. However, as a square, it means there's tension with the archetypal characters. And Chiron is a very interesting um, heavenly body in our solar system. It's like an asteroid comet. Okay, it's a very intriguing character. It initially came from the outer reaches of our solar system and was pulled in by the gravitation of the sun. And it's a shapeshifter. It's a wounded healer archetype. It's a shamanic one, shamanic one. <clears throat> and Chiron, as it comes in, it has a very unusual orbit in our solar system. And when it gets closer to the sun in its orbit, it, glo- it becomes a comet. It grows a tail. And when it goes farther out, it, the tail disappears and it's more like a planet, little small asteroid or planetoid. So Chiron is this sort of shapeshifter energy. It's also deeply linked to a myth of the wounded healer. And the wounded healer archetype reminds us all, as one of my beloved teachers would say, Angelus Arian, we all come from the Scar Clan. We all come from the Scar Clan, meaning, as I interpret it, we all have our hurts, we all have our ouchies, we all have our wounds, and yet they are doorways. This is the shamanic part of Chiron, the doorways into deeper healing, not just for ourselves, but as a healing presence in the world. Whenever Chiron is active in a cycle, we get to be more aware of our own deep healing work, but also our healing work with regard to ancestral wound patterns. Because Chiron has a deep link not just to our personal lives, but our ancestral and family line and our collective healing. Now, Chiron is in Aries right now, which is a sign of being independent, unique, and being true to yourself. The deep wound work, the healing work with Chiron and Aries is, dare I be myself? Is it really okay for me to be me instead of having to perform and be what somebody else wants to be or to hide myself out of survival strategies? So the tension between Capricorn and Aries, Capricorn says, you got a job to do. Let's be responsible. Let's get her done. And Aries says, is that true for me? And how do I get my work done, Capricorn, and still be true to myself? So this uh, sun-square Chiron cycle at the end of the week illuminates for you the sun. How can I get creative here? Yes, we're stepping into the new year and some of us are, you know, going back to work in some way, whether it's formal job, going to job, it's work that you're doing in the world, it's parenting, caring for someone. And yet, what about that hunger to be, have more freedom? to really be able to sort of open up and quest and be who you are. And it's not, they're not polarized. They don't have to be, but they ask for some creative solutions here. So just notice how the both hand is there for you at the end of the week, if it is, is being true to yourself while still accomplishing what it is you feel is yours to do in the world. So just notice that. So there, my friends, are the cycles for this week. And now here's a poem from John O'Donohue that really helps you honor this 
challenging the old beliefs, challenging the old patterns, where you want to get yourself caught in the old shoulds, and yet going with the energy of newness, rebirth, starting over, new openings, awakening your spirit to adventure, as John says. So here's the poem for you. For a New Beginning by John O'Donohue. In out-of-the-way places of the heart, where your thoughts never think to wonder, this beginning has been quietly forming, waiting until you were ready to emerge. For a long time, it has watched your desire, feeling the emptiness grow inside you, noticing how you willed yourself on, still unable to leave what you had outgrown. It watched you play with the seduction of safety and the gray promises that sameness whispered, heard the waves of turmoil rise and relent, wondered would you always live like this. Then the delight, when your courage kindled, and out you stepped onto new ground, your eyes young again with energy and dream, a path of plenitude opening before you. Though your destination is not clear, you can trust the promise of this opening. Unfurl yourself into the grace of beginning that is one with your life's desire. Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease in risk. Soon you will be home in a new rhythm, for your soul senses the world that awaits you. So my prayer for you this week in this new new year is that you do promise, you do trust the promise of your new openings and that you do sense the world that awaits you and you awaken your spirit to an adventure. Welcome to the new year, dear ones. And thank you as always for your continued support. Again, for my new audience members or even my established ones, just a reminder, this is a heart blessing that I give to all my people for free. If it works for you and you want to help me in some way with financial support for the podcast, you can go to the podcast website, which you can click on when you listen to it, and there's a place to donate. I welcome any donation of any amount with deep gratitude. And remember, the donation is your presence and your love. And so I really ask you to be blessed and take this um, offering of the podcast with you as a way to support you navigating in an empowered way your life changes and the world's life changes. I also want to announce a couple upcoming offerings on giving. On Saturday, January 6th, I'm doing my annual forecast workshop, The Key Archetypal Cycles of 2024. You're welcome to register at my website if you go to ontheedgesofchange.com and go to the astrology page. It's right there to sign up the 2024 Archetypal Astrology Cycles of the Year. I'm going to talk about the key cycles, give you some mindset shifting practices, and you'll be with great community as you listen and engage. Second of all, I am super excited to announce a really special program that I'm offering the first half of 2024. I call it the Shaman Sky, and it's my particular unique orientation of how the planets are archetypal shamanic allies for you. It's based on the four directions of the earth wheel and the shamanic tree of life. 
I'll be offering one workshop a month, the second Saturday of the month, and save the dates from 9 to 11 Pacific time. The first one coming up is Saturday, January 13th. Get on my email list if you're not already there so you can get more information. And you can sign up for my email list on the homepage of my website on theedgesofchange.com. And one more thing, save the date. I'm going to be offering a special five-day challenge with your dreaming mind, engaging with the power of process work practices to open up your dreaming mind. This is coming up the week of January 29th in honor of Pluto returning to Aquarius. It'll be a five-day session from 1130 to 1230 Pacific. And again, get on my email list if you want to get more information. Also save the date. You don't want to miss it. So thanks very much. Here's my offerings and great celebration with you all. And may our new year bring us much more compassion, awareness, and capacity to let go of the old pain and suffering for all of us. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources on theedgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.